Thanks for tuning into this week's Stacker Chat, your weekly update on all things Stacks. My name is Gina Abrams, and I'm joined by Muni Bali, Stacks founder. Stacks is smart contracts for Bitcoin, and Stacks mainnet launched earlier this year. Thanks for being here, Muneeb. I'm sure you're getting this question a lot this week. Um, we normally don't talk about price much, but Stacks is at an all-time high. Uh, and I'm just curious if there are any sort of reactions or comments to this news and the recent market support for smart contracts for Bitcoin. Yeah, so I uh, I, I don't trade. I'm, I'm not very plugged into that uh, part of the world. And so just like other people, I actually woke up to text messages from friends and they were asking me, hey, what's going on? Like, what? why is the price where it is? And that made me actually check the price. Like, I, uh, people ask me, like, hey, what's the reason? I honestly have no idea, right? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just like one of you. I don't pay that much attention to the markets, but... Uh, I personally, I think I'm very excited about the upcoming network upgrade. Uh, I think I, I don't know if the traders out there uh, they look at these things, but uh, how sophisticated they are in terms of like looking at okay, there's a potentially pretty large network upgrade happening or something like that. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm, I'm very excited about this network upgrade. I think it will bring a lot of uh, network capacity, reliability, a bunch of other improvements, and 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 to see like. Um, so much community support for it. I think it was something like a hundred percent of the votes actually support the upgrade, which is which is uh, quite quite amazing to see. Absolutely, and I'd love to dive a little bit further into this upgrade and sort of what it means for the network. Um, we've actually done some stacker chats specifically on SIP twelve, so we'll link those out and more information below. But um, can you sort of summarize the importance of this upgrade um, a little bit more on how it came to life and what we can look forward to um, once it's live on mainnet? Yes, so I think um, the background over there is we'll first have to go back to some of the the design decisions behind the Stacks mainnet. So, so the Stacks main chain is actually optimized for decentralization, right? Uh, we we truly believe in decentralization, like Bitcoin. Like imagine Stacks is not one of those chains that are kind of like these quote unquote data center chains that you really need a high power node. You need to be running in data centers. Uh, people can run Stacks nodes on a Raspberry Pi if they want, and, and, and they can run it from anywhere around the globe. Like this is not something where you need really high speed uh, connectivity, like a data center or a, or a developed kind of like city that, that you live in. You can be anywhere in the world. You could be running it on a Raspberry Pi. And, and that, I think we want to be true to decentralization, just like Bitcoin is. So that, that was, that was a, really a core thing that we wanted to optimize for. And that thing comes with trade-offs. Right. That means that the uh, total network capacity available uh, on the Stacks main chain is going to be relatively limited. It's, it's somewhere between Bitcoin and ETH 1.0, because we even think that ETH 1.0, uh, forget about the 2.0 upgrade whenever that happens, because that would even further increase the amount of data that they need to store and the amount of communication that would need to be done. But even the current version of Ethereum, uh, I personally think is, is not suitable for decentralization because you can just try that at home, like try running a full kind of like get node and it would uh, basically consume all of your bandwidth. And if you want to have a full archival node, uh, you can't do that on a normal commodity computer even today, right? So, uh, so that's, that's the trade-off. 
like how decentralized you want to be and what the effective network capacity is going to be. And we aim for somewhere between Bitcoin and ETH 1.0 for the stacks main chain. Uh, and then scalability for us happens in layers, just like stacks itself is a programming layer on Bitcoin. Then you can have further scalability layers like app chains or subnets that can give you really, really high speeds. Uh, for example, some of the subnets proposals uh, that are in the pipeline, they can give you roughly speaking Solana-like speeds, but they come with a decentralization trade-off. But because the stack's main chain is, is optimized for decentralization, the use cases might be that let's say there's an NFT drop happening. Uh, that The drop itself can happen on the subnet, right? So the, most of the traffic happens there. But once you want to store your NFTs for the long term, you would just draw them out to the stack's main chain and keep them on a multi-sig for long-term storage and stuff like that. So I, I think that, that balance of having both the option of uh, optimizing for decentralization when you need it and optimizing for speed when you need it uh, would be a really powerful combination. Uh, so coming, so so bringing this back to the the current network upgrade. So that was the original design. Uh, but interestingly, like when the mainnet launch was happening, like for various reasons, you know, for example, miners uh, kind of like went ahead and 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 uh, indicated support really quickly, like maybe maybe even faster than some of the developers might have anticipated. Like I think it happened like within days or something like that. And uh, at that time, some of the open source developers working on, on, on the chain didn't have enough time to really analyze uh, some of the cost estimates uh, for the clarity functions. So think of that as, you know, there, uh, clarity is a, uh, there's, a, there's a virtual machine for clarity uh, in every kind of like stacks node, every miner. And you, whenever you are making any uh, smart contract function calls, the VM has some sort of an estimate of how much is it going to cost you in terms of CPU time, in terms of like, you know, disk access and so on uh, to execute this function. And because we didn't have like really accurate estimates at the time, engineers being engineers, they basically uh, were being very, very conservative in those estimates. So they put in default numbers that were extremely, extremely uh, basically overestimating how much time it would take to execute something, right? So because they wanted to have a good buffer, it's better than kind of like underestimating it. Uh, and, and, and then the network went live and once kind of like, you know, uh, all these developers and startups kind of like started building things and we started hitting some of the capacity limitations pretty quickly because some of these estimates were way off, like, you know, off by like 10X or 20X or, or something like that. So that became like a, like a pain point a lot of people started working on it. They started doing kind of like better cost estimates and there has been benchmarks like hero engineers have worked on it. Other people have, have worked on it as well. And now there's a much better uh, estimate model for those clarity functions. Like now they reflect reality, like, you know, what you would expect these functions to actually, uh, actually at the amount of time uh, and resources that you they would take in reality. Now the, now the model is pretty accurate. Right. And you want that model to basically go live on mainnet. Uh, and you could potentially wait for the uh, the 2.1 release, but given you know how much traffic uh, the network is getting, there are so many launches happening and everyone kind of like wants more network capacity right now. Uh, there was this SIP that was proposed where people could actually vote and see how much support there is. Obviously miners are going to decide if they want to upgrade or not eventually, but it was good to see community support there. And, and then, 
I think people came up with this voting mechanism, which was pretty cool to see, where you could actually do Bitcoin transactions uh, to indicate that do you support like SEP12 or, 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 or you don't. And I think another nice aspect of voting was uh, because stackers, like people who are actively kind of like participating in stacking, they tend to be the most active uh, members of, of this decentralized project. And so if you're an active stacker, let's say you've been stacking in the last one month, uh, your Bitcoin address or your stack address uh, qualifies for for voting. That's how the SIP was designed. And I think that I think that was a pretty pretty clever thing because it basically gets input from the most active members of of the of the decentralized community. And and it was it was amazing to see that there was a hundred percent support. Right, like I I would have expected that maybe there would be at least some people who would say that no, I don't I don't want this uh, this upgrade. But uh, but it seems like everyone. I feel like. People have kind of like personally experienced uh, the network capacity issues, their transactions get stuck in mempool. So a lot of people really were like, no, this is a no brainer, right? Like we should really, uh, uh, really, really go ahead and do this upgrade because it can potentially lead to up to 10x uh, improvement in capacity, which would be amazing. It, it, there are details there, like in the sense that really depends on what type of, of function calls you're doing. Uh, so it, the range could be anywhere between 2x to 10x or even more. But on average, if you wanted to simplify, a rough model could be that it could be up to 10x, and we'll see once once the upgrade goes not. Now we have locked in the Bitcoin block. It's roughly in the next like you know six days or so at the, at the time of this this recording. And uh, fingers crossed. Let's see let's see how many miners upgrade and how, how the upgrade goes. Uh, fingers crossed that it goes, goes smoothly. Great, great. Um, we'll have a lot of resources down below. Um, and I do think that it was a fascinating way that um, people were able to vote with just Bitcoin transactions. I think we could dive a little bit deeper into that in a future episode. Um, but I guess pivoting a little bit, um, you know, we have been seeing a lot of projects launch, um, protocols such as Arpadico and other DeFi protocols, um, Alex's upcoming, um, and it really seems like the building blocks are in place um, for sort of the next year, uh, the theme to be growth in the Stacks ecosystem. Um, so I'm curious, what are you most sort of focused on and excited about when it comes to this next era for Stacks? Yeah, so I think one thing that um, if, if you're new to the Stacks ecosystem, I think one thing that you should, uh, you should try to understand is that Stacks, the project has this ethos of having a really, really long-term vision, right? Like we, we strongly believe in setting up very strong foundations and we don't have any short-term uh, time horizons at this point, right? Like even from the start of the project, uh, even some of the early folks that you know I was talking to, trying to uh, uh, convince them to join the project and, and work on it, or even some of the early investors who, who, who supported the project early on, we were always talking like 10 plus year time horizons. Uh, so I think this is so one of the things that uh, people should understand that we are trying to do the groundwork and we're trying to do everything uh, right. Right? And, and, and I strongly believe that that pays off in the long term. So Stacks is not one of those projects which is you know, trying to cash in on a hype for crypto or would actually make trade-offs that are good in the short term, but bad in the long term and so on. So I think that's a very, very uh, uh, important value that we have. And I think if, even if you see how, how you know, some of the offerings for Stacks were done, like we, we took the hard way of doing a qualified offering that was public and everyone could participate, including US people, because we we, we, we strongly believe that uh, you know, 
the core community and the developers were early, like they should have access and 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 a, and a stake in the, in the in the success of the network. And I think that's paying off now, right? Like those people appreciate the fact that we went through that hard work and we made sure that all those community members could participate. Similarly, when it comes to the technology, uh, like when we are launching the Stacks uh, blockchain, like it's relatively easy to compromise on decentralization and basically say that, oh, look at all these other projects. They have like faster transactions and this and that. We are also going to compromise on decentralization and just give people like faster transactions. That's actually a pretty easy thing to do from a technical perspective. And we made the hard decision that, no, we are going to educate people like why decentralization matters. We are going to show them that, look, if you, if you truly want to run these things on a Raspberry Pi anywhere in the world, this is the type of network capacity that you're going to get. And people experienced that. And obviously people went through the pain and you know they, went, they understood that, okay, they're doing this to optimize for decentralization. And now we are working on scalability solutions that are actually truly scalability solutions, right? Like, and like for example, uh, subnets. And, and I'm very excited about that, that the groundwork has been done. Like all the building blocks are coming up and I'm very excited about some of the primitives and Lego blocks that are being built. For example, Lego blocks on DeFi. Like for example, once you have stable coins, uh, you can use them in various ways. Once you have lending protocols, you can plug them in and these smart contracts can start like, talking to each other. And, and same with primitives like you know native Bitcoin swaps and other things. So I'm very excited about, uh, I can see the foundations are getting uh, more mature and some of those, those Lego blocks are being built and next year, uh, hopefully, you know, my my uh, my view is that we will start seeing a, a lot of applications where people get excited about the app itself, right? Like where some of the technology kind of like starts going in the background, uh, the usefulness of the applications uh, comes out, and I think that's where we we could benefit from the strong connection to Bitcoin. I I don't think people have even experienced right now uh, like the magic of deploying Bitcoin into smart contracts directly. Like, you know, once, once, once some of these um, things like native swaps and other uh, missing pieces are there, you could probably just do a simple Bitcoin transaction and you're interacting with a smart contract, you're, you're buying assets, you, you, you might be able to interface with the decks and, and so on. And that's going to be a pretty magical experience. And that's where, you know, again, it would have been easier to build a separate system that has nothing to do with Bitcoin. Uh, but because we, we we took the hard path and we did the hard work up front, like suddenly I think every developer in the Stacks ecosystem would have access to a trillion dollars or more of capital that is as Bitcoin and it's just sitting there, right? So I think I think we'll we'll start seeing some of the compound effects of of those early decisions, and I think that's that's what I'm really excited about for for next week. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, thanks to everyone that is tuning in here. And thank you for subscribing. Um, please make sure that you've subscribed if you haven't yet to stay up to date on all things Stacks. Um, and we'd love to see any questions in the comments below. But thank you, Muneeb, also for being here. Awesome. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm.